Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, hey oh. yo, what up, guys? <laughs> hey, so uh, we have got a pretty good show for you guys. Uh, obviously, Kyle's not here, he's at the um, Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. By the yep. way, it's flag football, apparently, right? Yeah, how long is that? It's about as good as the underwear bowl or aka uh, combine, so it's. <laughs> Pointless, in my opinion, to watch. I agree. Hey, whatever. Hey, maybe this is the pregame for the poll Pro Bowl. Let's talk about that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, well, guys. So we're gonna hit our intro here in a second, but we're gonna talk about Kellen Moore. Talk about some of the free agents we need to sign, and we'll talk about uh, you know Kyle being at the Pro Bowl. It should be kind of a lot of fun. So maybe he might even dial in. We'll see what happens. So uh, yeah. guys, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we sound good now, guys. I know we were kind of fiddling around with it. James, you look like your connection's pretty good. I hope I'm sounding pretty good, too. So you got to love live uh, live TV, you know? Yep. It's always, it it's always a challenge. Pictures. You're looking oh. nice and high def right now, so I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. You're looking pretty good. You're looking sharp. You're looking sharp. <laughs> the beard's looking good. Well, we're not, we're not, we're not glitching out. So that's good. That is that's a good thing. Good. That is a good thing. That is always yeah. good. So, <laughs> well, all right, guys. So I know people are going to be piling in, but we want to talk quite a bit about uh, Kellen Moore. I know that's the big acquisition, it's the big conversation point. That uh, hey, look, it's going to be awesome, man. Having having him here is going to be good. So maybe we should go through some of the stats on that, guys. What's up, guys? How we doing? Hey, Zach, good to see you. Good to see you, Willie. Good to see you, Robert. Bolt Babes here. How we doing? What up? What up? What up? Uh, yeah, let's see if this thing pops up for once. Nope, it does not. Uh, All right. <laughs> so, yeah, here, hold, hold on just a second. Let, let me show you the other one here. All right. Oh, that doesn't work either. Yeah, let's, man, see? Yeah, try, try and load it again here right now. Guys, this is awesome. I love yeah. I love live live TV. This is great. when It's great when things work, and it's great when things don't work. So Worst comes to worst, uh, we'll just talk about oh, it straight up. Man, you know, and, and, and yeah, our, why am I named James? Come on, dude. What is happening here? <laughs> Lee, man. Oh boy, it's a, a mess. It's a mess. Gotta today, love guys. this guy's train wreck. It's hey, what's mess. up, guys? How we doing? Uh, okay, let's 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 see your bold prediction, uh, Robert. Here, I love it. This is great. So, all right, let's uh, move this around as well too. But again, guys, what are your thoughts on Kellen Moore's hire? I know we talked quite a little little bit about this the other day, and and I think uh, the Kellen Moore hire is going to be pretty good. But we want to go through some stats on it. So. You know, we got some stats I think are going to be pretty interesting for you guys to see. Personally, I'm a big fan of Kellen Moore. I Look, I'll be honest with you. It's very clear that Brandon Saley wanted Kellen Moore. I mean, uh, if, if James, you saw the video, the, the interview that he did uh, with the presser right before he went to Disneyland. Did you watch that video? Yep, yep, totally did. And so it's really interesting how um, that – made there we go that works a lot better okay perfect popped up all right let's just move around okay guys this is a great example of what kellen moore is um as an offensive corner i mean look at this guy cooper rush by the way there is some rumors that we actually may scoop up cooper rush as well too because i think he's yep. a free agent at the end of the season i don't think we're going to re-sign chase daniel I, I just i don't see that happening and easton stick if i'm not mistaken is also a free agent am i mm -hmm. am i right on that yep correct Dude, think about this. We get Cooper Rush, already knows the offense. He's going to be there with, um, man, you know, and what if, what was it? What was the thing you and I were talking about? What if Chase Daniels becomes the quarterback, uh, the quarterback coach for the Chargers? What do you guys think about that, guys? What a crazy thought that is. What do you think, James? Yeah. 
You know, and it's an interesting thing that's going to happen with Chase Daniels because, I mean, obviously you got Sean Payton over at uh, the Broncos now. And so would you start putting him over to that system because obviously he would try to teach Russell Wilson the system in general that yeah. basically Lombardi yeah. was running. So who knows if that happens? But personally, my opinion, if Chase Daniels wants to be able to work for the NFL Network, if he is kind of looking and dabbling in that too, yeah, yeah, I do think that that's something that, it makes a lot of sense for him to stay in LA to be able to just work under Herbert. They have a great working relationship already. Why not? Why not have him as quarterback coach? I think that would be phenomenal. Two guys that have been, well, I shouldn't say that um, Kellen Moore has been in the NFL for super long, but he was in the NFL for a good time. He had a really good college career at Boise state. And then you got a quarterback coach who's been in the NFL for a very long time, pretty much has been a coach his whole career. Um, I think it would be phenomenal to have Chase Daniels as a quarterback coach. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of develops from that uh, this week. Now, Zach, yeah, he is going into broadcasting, but the NFL Network is pretty much right there at SoFi. Yep. So it kind of works out really, really well 100%. Uh, for him to stay there. So it yep. would be great. Who knows? Who knows, right? You know, and, and I think it's interesting. Oh, and Tony, good to see you. Good to see you, Tony. That's great. By the way, we need to get you back on our show. Uh, maybe yep. we'll hit you up for next week or the week after because – Every Sunday, we're going to go live uh, in the offseason, really at this time. And we were just discussing it this morning. You know, we wanted to make sure we picked a time that would be perfect. But I think this is going to be the best time for us as well, too. So, but look at, but let's, let's talk a little bit about Kellen Moore. Like, you remember when, you know, Dak Prescott went down? And by the way, I think Dak Prescott has held back the, the Cowboys forever, right? But oh, you yeah. look at the play call. I mean, look, look at this with Cooper Rush, four and one, like a nobody quarterback that steps in. It just goes to show you that the Cowboys have a very good team around Dak Prescott. And yep. you don't have to do too much. Again, my frustration with Joe Lombardi is everything was on Justin Herbert's shoulders. Kellen Moore is going to create an offense that is going to make it very simple for this team to succeed offensively. I'm telling you, I, I'm very excited to see. I mean, look at this. Red efficiency was a little low with Cooper Rush. I can kind of understand why, because he's not much of a runner. And I know Dak scored quite a bit of you know yeah. rushing touchdowns. So I can understand red zone being a little bit different, but as far as passing is concerned, he actually passed you know yards per game was a little lower. Um, you know, but look, man, I mean it's pretty similar, and he had a really good yeah. record. I'm really excited to see what is gonna happen here. So that's just yep. my general thoughts. I'm really curious to see what you think about this as well, too, statistics-wise. Well, the big thing about it is, is it's adjustment. That's the thing Kellen Moore right. did. He was yep. able to adjust to be able to be an efficient offense still. you know. And there was a lot of Cowboys fans out there saying they wanted Cooper Rush as their starter now after Dak basically went down. I mean, he came back 4-1 and one and did his thing. I mean, yards per game was down about, give or take, 60 yards-ish. <laughs> uh, but the yards per play weren't off by much, and that's huge. <laughs> Big thing, obviously, points per game changed eight points. That's pretty tough. But you could see that the red zone efficiency went down to 50% versus 78%. And by the way, Kellen Moore has been one of the tops in red zone efficiency, by the way. It's been huge yep. issue yep. with Lombardi. Um, so this hiring really shows that I think Kellen Moore knows how to adjust. And yes. that's the thing that you want to see. He's got an extremely balanced game, too. If I could actually show one other screen here. Let me see if I can pop out of this one real quick and see if I can show you one other screen here that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And go ahead and take a talk to me a little bit. And I, and I really think Kellen Moore is probably going to uh, go out and get some sort of speedy wide receivers. Jalen Guyton probably oh, sure. won't be the only guy. I promise you, 
they're going to pick some wide receiver that can stretch the field. Again, all you need to really do is specifically in this situation, and his offense is is pretty interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the YouTuber's name, but I watched a really good little breakdown of the Cowboys playoff game. The cool thing about what, what Kellen Moore does, and I think he's very similar to Joe Brady. If you watch my Joe Brady video, it's very similar type of offense because it's short routes, but also long routes. So it gives you plenty of options, whereas Lombardi was pretty much everyone was going to a specific area, right? And they were just saying, okay, one of these guys is going to be singled up, and then that person's going to beat that person. And so it's a very different way of thinking about it. And it's one of those things where, you know, I think with Kellen Moore specifically, um, we're going to see a lot more explosive plays, which I think is amazing. So this is this is great. It's big. Yeah. And the breakdown of the last game, even for the Niner Cowboy game, was a great example of showing how he gets people open. It's just about the quarterback receipt or understanding yes. where the right play is at. And I think 100%. Justin Herbert's got a better arm, obviously, than Dak. He's got a better mind than Dak, in my opinion. I think he's got a better decision-making than Dak. Um, His brain is better. Is that what you're trying to say? He's got a better brain. He's got less damaged brain. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, I think he's just going to be a better quarterback all around for for the team, or for the system, I should say, too. And one thing I say right here in what we brought up on the screen is how Brandon Staley said he was looking to marry the pass and the run games with the new O.C. Yep. You know, Cowboys under more last year, 52% fat pass, 42% or 48% run. Even if it was a 55 to 45 pass and not the 65, 35 of this past season, I think fans would be happy about it. So the thing is though, we had way too much. And we've talked about that. Andrew's talked about it a lot. We, we made Justin Herbert be the system and it was yes. all on Justin Herbert. Yes. I mean, once again, shout out to Justin Herbert being a gutty quarterback with basically a rib injury, with a shoulder injury. Yeah, and yeah. shoulder injury we didn't play. even know about, guys. Like, yeah. Torn labor, guys. That's not that's not good. It's not that easy. Hurt. Yes. Tough. So, I mean, he was still out there doing what he needed to do and still played at a very high level, in my opinion. So, I think bottom line, we got a guy here that can marry the team. Players pretty much get the best out of each player, bottom line. Get our run game, bottom line, moving. That's the thing for us. That is absolutely the thing for us. And if you guys have watched a little bit of like breakdowns of Kellen Moore's offense, he loves to do a lot of motion. He loves to have two tight end sets, which a lot of people talk about the draft of tight ends and everything like that. Yep. And, you know, there's a lot of motion from guys off the line to be able to really help the running backs, even using O-lines as fullbacks too. So there's a lot of things that are going to go along this year that I think is going to be great. And to be honest, a lot of people are chatting a lot about getting a running back. I, yep. I think the thing is, though, we got, Robinson, right? Yeah, yeah. Bijan Robinson would be great, but I do think that there's a thing that we do have some pretty good running backs on this team, and we don't want to have a fourth year in a row drafting a running back. Hundred percent. We have other needs all around. So, yeah. So, so Robert, great point. And again, one thing I would say too, James, the thing that I really like about Kellen Moore's offense is I, I watched quite a bit. He does some very interesting things. He'll even put a lineman as a fullback now yeah, we wouldn't exactly. have to do that because we have xander horvath but my point is he'll line up and then he'll just they'll just do a, a, a toss wide and he's just the lead blocker for um that particular run play and then or he'll he'll run it as a fullback or they'll they'll do sort of an um uh you know backside screen very creative type of offensive play call i'm very, very interested but i will say this uh first round pick First round drop, Robert, uh, Robert, just so you know, I do think it'll be a tight end. That's my prediction. Um, 
it also could be an offensive lineman, right? I think it'll be an O-lineman or a tight end, which, yeah. again, the big reason why you want an O-lineman is you want to make sure you're, you're protecting our crown jewel, which is Justin Herbert at this point, right? Um, but to Pablo's point, Keenan Allen, is this his last year? You never know what could happen, guys. I mean, look, he's getting yeah. old. Th- think of it this way, guys. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll pose this question in the chat. If we were presented a first-round pick this year and a second-round pick next year, would you be willing to trade Keenan Allen away? And it frees up cap space, guys. Yeah. What about Joey Bosa, right? What about Joey Bosa? I mean, so what do you guys think? I mean, you know, reply. I mean, yes or no, maybe so. But these are the tough decisions that have to be made at some point. And, you know, look, these picks are very big and they're huge. And right now our team is becoming extremely expensive. It's expensive, guys, to, to be an yeah. NFL owner. I'm okay with yeah. as, as much as it would break my heart to trade Allen away. He's been hurt. I mean, Mike Williams has been hurt too, right? So, man, I, I just – I would say this. I would say all bets are off. I just think anything can happen. If any team comes and says, hey, we want – you know, I mean, the Falcons got a huge amount of salary cap right now. They got plenty of money to spend. Crazy. crazy. So they could probably go with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and maybe even Joey Bosa and give us all their draft picks for next season. I mean, yeah. that probably <laughs> won't happen, but, you know. But, but but my point is, like, look, these are some decisions that have to be made, yeah. and we got to pay Herbert at some point, right? And this yep. is typically the year that happens. So, I don't know. I'm just saying these these conversations are kind of interesting. So, you know, and it's interesting thing about the draft, yep. and, I mean, keeping things in line to what yep. we're, we're talking about today. Yep. Um, I mean, we'll chat a little bit about the draft stuff a little bit later on in my opinion. For sure. Um, But, you know, going back to Kalen's or uh, Kellen's more, Kellen Moore's offense. (laughs) Kalen. 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 I sounded like I'm bringing a Texan accent to it. We can restructure both of them as well, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's another option. Kalen Moore. Okay. Kalen Moore. So, the thing about it is, is like, here is kind of what he did in the last four seasons as an offensive crazy? coordinator. It's crazy. I mean, the guy has done a good job, and he even had one of these seasons without Dak, too. 27.7 points per game, second in the NFL in the last four seasons. Yep. 391 yards, total yards per game, second in the NFL for the last four seasons. 5.8 yards per play, fourth rank in the NFL for the last four seasons. Third down percentage, 44.1%, fourth in the NFL on third down percentage. This guy knows what he's doing. And bottom line, we're getting a guy that has been ranked as one of the top offensive callers in the league and even got head coaching looks too, by the way. And so it's wild to be able to see what we're seeing right now and to be able to have this guy with now a top five quarterback in his system. So Bottom line, guys, I, I think it's going to be great. The, the thing is, though, too, with his interview, he chatted about, hey, speed kills, speed's great, but we could also teach ways to be able to get guys open, too. And yeah, exactly. That's his system. That's his system. I, I personally think the whole thing about Keenan, it's going to be interesting because you do think about the static that happened from that uh, Browns game and how Keenan's like, what are we doing when basically it went for it, giving yep. pretty much the opportunity for the Browns to win the game on a field goal, pretty much? Yep. And that became maybe a little bit of a static between, you know, Brandon Staley and and Keenan Allen. I mean, the thing about Keenan Allen is, yes, he is getting older, but gosh, he is so much a leader within that that wide receiving core. Like, my opinion of what needs to happen in the wide receiving core is we need to bring back Jalen Guyton, keep that speed guy, has been in the system for a bit, well, at least under Brandon Staley, and we need to 
draft a speed wide receiver to be able right. to complement him. We need to basically layer the speed element to our team to yeah. be able to have, you know, one guy goes down, another guy comes in kind of thing. So I think the thing is, though, uh, uh, Kellen Moore has a system built that could be speed based yeah. or but it could be based upon guys that just know how to run really good right routes all around. And Keenan Allen's one of those guys that could run very, very good routes. Yeah, um, and, and that's a good point. Right. And, and he, he made a comment about that specifically. Like, look, yeah. there's there's a lot of different ways of getting people open. Now, I will say this too, guys. One 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 last one last thought I will say here. Let, let me let me show you this. So, guys, uh, just so you know, subscribers, we got 62% people that watch our videos are not subscribed. So, guys, subscribe to us, please. You know, it does cost us money to do this uh, content, and we want to get it out to as many people as we possibly can. So, definitely hit that subscribe button you know, when you get a second, okay, please. It does yep, help us out. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, again, going back to Kellen Moore, too, I would say this, folks. Kellen Moore also was very clear about, creating a system for the team that we have right so we're not going to exactly see what yeah. the cowboys did right because the cowboys had very different personnel they had very different offensive players they have Dak prescott we got yeah. justin yeah. herbert right all of that is a completely different conversation like in my opinion i still think he had to really scheme people open for downfield passes for Dak prescott he doesn't have an arm like a justin herbert so, but I but I will say this: I do think the opportunity is is there for some really exciting, exciting offense that we're going to see from uh, Kellen Moore. It's going to be really great. So I'm I'm excited to see. So again, what do you guys think in the chat? Since we got Kellen Moore, who should we draft first? Should we draft a defensive player? Should we draft an offensive player? Uh, wide receiver? You know what? What do you think? I want I want each one of you. I know we have about 50 people in the chat right now too. So, what do you guys think? Uh, running back, tight end, wide receiver. By the way, I do think if we do let Chase Daniels go, we may actually pick up a quarterback unless we get someone like a Cooper Rush, yeah. which I personally would love to get Cooper Rush. I mean, I think the fact that he knows Kellen Moore's system, I think that would be huge. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, that's just my thing. Um, yep. And I, I, I think you're right. Offensive line's going to be big. Keep, yeah, keep going. And, yep. and I'm always going to say, and my answer always will be, in the first round, best player available. Whatever yep. we feel is the best player available. I mean, we did that with Derwin James. We did that with Zion Johnson. It's all worked <laughs> out for us, guys. Like, so best player available, in my opinion. So, yeah, if I'm going to say positions, you know, yeah, yeah. Draft beef. But, button gut. Button yeah, gut. Button gut, dude. <laughs> button gut. And I agree. I mean, to be honest, if you go back to Big Thanos, the uh, the the tackle from uh, Ohio State, which had a fantastic situation at the Senior Bowl, by the way. Yep. A lot of love with that guy. I did a whole video about that, just talking about how the guy just buries people and just pancakes dudes all day. And, I mean, you think about if we had him on the right side with Slater on the left side. I mean, that's a tough Big outside time. line Big for time. us. You put in – you yep. put in Salyer into the left guard. We let go of uh, Filer. We put Zion on the right, and then we got Lindsley in the middle. That's a tough O line to manage at that point, guys. That really, you nobody wants to see a six eight, three hundred and sixty pound dude running at you on a on a, a like a screenplay of some sort. Nobody wants to get in front of that dude. Big Thanos is going to destroy him. Like that's insane. Big, big, big Thanos. Big Thanos, dude. He got a glove. All right, well, yeah. so let's go Let's go through the chat here. Let's see what we got. Wide receiver, tight end, tight end, wide receiver. Uh, obviously, Tony, uh, you know, uh, big beef, button yeah. gut, tight end, tight end, tight end. I like that. 
Um, you know, and, and again, this is see, and this, this is partially why I'm really thinking a tight end really yeah. we should get because McKitty McKitty's a blocker and that's fine. Right. I'm okay with him being a blocker, but, but again, we need someone that can be a little more explosive and there's a lot of good tight ends in the draft this season. So it will yeah. be really interesting to see how that plays out. So my, my pick would be a tight end um, or, or an offensive line, uh, offensive lineman. Now, now the reason why I bring that up is we've got to get our running game going. Our running game was so damn abysmal. But the reason why I like a tight end is a tight end will help in the running game and also help us offensively as well, too. So yeah. I think we get a little bit of both. Yep. Um, yeah, the one guy that I was looking at a lot last night, too, I think he was in the senior bowl, was Payne Durham from uh, Purdue, tight end. Okay. Kind of a slower guy, um, but I has kind of that uh, – how do I say it? Like he's just got kind of that big body where he could just take people with him and he could, yeah. he could take hits and move. Um, a lot of talks people chatted about and Kyle's pretty big about the guy from uh, Oregon state too. Oh, the Oregon state guy. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, gosh. Why, why is my brain? Not Anybody know in the chat, the guy from Oregon state in the draft. I know you guys are smarter than us. I tell you what, I love it. I love, I love your comments in here as well too. And by the way, uh, you're Luke right. Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. That's, that's right. Musgrave. Yep. Um, but, I'm a big fan of a guy that could just take the ball and keep running and keep going and moving along and can shed blocks. And that's the one thing that I noticed a lot about uh, Luke Musgrave from Oregon state that he was just kind of a, he could take a, get the ball, get to the point that you want the ball to be at, but not really find a way to shed a block. Um, just kind of didn't really seem like he's that aggressive enough kind of guy, in my opinion, Payne Durham kind of was one of those guys. That's like a yep. rumbly bumbly kind of guy that could just keep going and, have people on his backs and keep going. And I think he seems like a better fit in my opinion. I'm not sure exactly where these guys will get drafted, um, but it's kind of one of those guys to, to be able to look at. There's obviously, yeah, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Meyer. Like there's a lot of good guys out there for the tight end position. I think to me, first round is going to be some sort of guy on the O-line. It's going to be somebody potentially in the D-line if we got a big, big hoss, the big butt and gut, because that's a big need for us too. So agreed. It's it's going to be interesting to see where it all kind of pans out with the draft guys, but well, you know, it's going to be ex exciting to see where it fits with Kellen Moore too. I mean, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think defensively we're we're missing a few weapons, you know. I think yeah. cornerback could be big, but I think to your point James and you said it perfectly, I think we need we draft best available at that exact moment. Whoever is best available, best available is who we get, right? Um and again, you know, th this is something I've talked about quite a few times. Uh, it, it, again, it breaks my heart to even agree with this, but tough decisions have to be made. We're $20 million over the cap, guys. And, you know, look, you could trade these guys. If you could get some value out of them and free up some cap space, it makes sense. Now, whether it happens or not, who knows, right? If I'm a betting man, I'd probably say no. It's probably not going to happen. But again, it's something to discuss. So, you know, look, as a fan base, you know, it's going to frustrate people and people are going to be like, oh, this sucks. Why are we trading these people? But, dude, you know, you got to understand there's also a business that you have to you're running here. Right. So so that's an important thing to discuss as well, too. But um, yep. I mean, you know, some, some interesting things need to happen here, guys. And again, smash that like and subscribe, folks. It really does matter. You know, Appreciate almost you know, almost 70 percent of the people that watch these videos are not subscribed. So please hit that subscribe button. It does help us out. Yep. Um, OK. Uh, and okay. So James, what, what else you want to show here as well too? There we go. All Let's right. Let's chat about cool. some of our contract projections for our free agents here, guys. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like we said, we're, we're talking about being currently at about 
20.3 million over yep. the salary cap. Over now, cap. once again, guys, over the cap. I do think the one thing too, yeah, over the cap. Um, the one thing too about <laughs> the salary cap, we've seen it where the salary cap means nothing, nothing yeah. at all. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. last year it was yeah. the Saints. I think they were over $70 million of salary cap, and magically they found a way to be able to create about 20, 25 million. Yeah. Um, and 25, 20 to 25 million back over the salary cap. So you had a switch of $90 million. I don't understand how that like, works. So like how that how does that work? You just you're just well, you're well, what you're doing is you're pulling money in from next season. So you're robbing Peter to pay for right? So you're basically just buying on credit. That's uh, and what, yep. what's his name? What's the other YouTuber that always talks about that? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? The guy he was a kicker for the Colts. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Pat yeah. McAfee. McAfee, yeah. Why yep. can I always forget his name? He always talks about that. I always forget his name. And by the way, Tony, we need to have you on our show too. So we'll hit you up on that as well too. We'd love to have you, and I love that. Beef helps to run. And definitely a speedy wide receiver. So go ahead, go ahead, James. Yeah. So I mean, the thing about it is, is that we really don't. We have a lot of our main guys under contract. Um, so I mean, we're pretty fine there in general. But yep. we got guys like Drew Tranquil, Drew Kyle Tranquil. Van Noy. You got to sign Morgan Fox. Yes. Like those guys to me are me. Like we need those guys. And look, this is an idea of what they're saying for Drew Tranquil's contract: two year, eight point five million, four point two five per year, five million total guaranteed. What he did for this defense and shifted things around, he kind of took away the red dot from uh, uh, the dot from basically from yeah. uh, Derwin, and he yeah. really took over this defense all around. I mean, he was the glue that kept the unit together through highs and lows. Bottom line, that's a really, really manageable quarter or contract, in my opinion. We're going on this Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, J.C. Jackson, like all these guys that are out there talking about they have these big big contracts it has to be a contract renegotiation to make this all work and yes it does yeah we can't let drew tranquil go in my opinion um and if it's going to be something like this <laughs> have to have to man we have got to so bottom line we got to get tranquil back yep. and if it's something like that i mean you got to think about what kaiser white was last year like kaiser yep. white went away for pennies yeah, yeah, I think he was getting paid $4 million yeah. by the Eagles, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't even a lot. Hey, love you, bro. Have fun at the firm of the Pro Bowl. Flag football, right? That's super exciting to yeah. watch. Flag football. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> it's the underwear bowl with pros. The underwear bowl. No, but hey, have fun. I'm sure I'm sure the tailgate would be a lot of fun. Tailgate's undefeated, yeah. boys. Tailgate's That's undefeated. Right. That's right, 100%. 100% <laughs> victory rate for sure. Um, yep. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we, yep. we got – guys out there that need to come back like kyle van noy to me has got to be one of those guys that come back, back here has... i mean if you're looking at two years 6.5 million 4 million total guaranteed that's really not that bad of a contract van noy to me was a major major leader what really got this team to go to the playoffs and experience really helped in that sense um did it help us to get a victory in the playoffs well fortunately did not i think our inexperience in some levels basically got us to that point of what us losing in the playoffs, but Kyle Van Noy has been a leader for us. And he, he is one of those guys that came through when he needed to, he, he stepped up his game and became very, very much a leader for this team. And for two years, six point six 6.5 million. That's a steal in my opinion. Let me, so. let me talk a little bit about uh, uh, Tranquil and Van Noy. Cause they're both linebackers technically. Well, yeah. and I'll say, I'll say Tranquil amazing have to resign him, but, but Kyle Van Noy, the thing that was interesting about Kyle Van Noy, I really felt like, um, Kyle Van Oy, I remember when he we got when he was was initially signed. Um, he was on um, Good Morning Football or something. 
And they were specifically asking, well, what are they going to use him for? What are you, you, you going to be doing? What are you going to be doing? Yada, yada. And he's like, well, I can't really say. And it was clear that he wanted to be an edge rusher because he knows there's more money involved in the edge rushing. Well, if you think about his production from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, he had to step up as an edge rusher because there was nobody else getting production when yeah. Bosa went down. We got Jack Squat with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rump Shaker. Nothing yeah. with him. And <laughs> – <laughs> well, we got nothing with him. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. I love the guy to death, but holy smokes, man, he couldn't, he couldn't even set the edge, you know. And so, no. but but Kyle Vanone at least set the edge, and at the end of the season, I think he got four or five sacks total at the end of the season. So yeah. you know what? That's huge. And he brought our defense, you know, to a, to an actual workable defense at that yep. point. So that was huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bottom line, his leadership was huge, and it was quite evident, basically, like that. It's the same thing with like um, we need Max, Fox, in my sure. opinion. Yeah, like Mac was kind of one of those guys that brought people together. He brought the defense together for like dinners and such. Like, yep. Yep. I mean, I think he would be an absolute, you know, once again, Mac could be one of those guys, which is kind of crazy to hear. I heard some people talking about that. They were like, could, could Khalil Mack come back to the bears? And so they're like, there, there's some odd talks out there. And I just ran a article. Maybe it's just to try to, you know, have some sort of fire out there or throw out an idea to get Khalil Mack to the bears. And, I don't see that happening in my opinion. He's too, he's too valuable for this team. And I think Brandon Staley loves his guy. And he was our, he was to be honest, our rock on our end um, for us all season. Um, but there's some talks about that. And and I do think that there's a lot of things that could happen in this offseason that might not sit well with fans. But the thing about it is we have to go into the draft and find a DN too. We need exactly. to find a guy. Yeah. We have got to find a guy too. But going to one of our other guys that really was one of our rock was Morgan Fox on the D line. Dude. I mean, they're saying two years, nine million, five million total guaranteed for his contract. I mean, this guy was number two in quarterback pressures for us this year. He was just really one of those guys after Austin Johnson basically went out um, for us. Uh, I think he had career highs, six sacks, six and a half sacks, yep. 11 quarterback hits, 38 tackles, eight tackles for a loss. I mean, the you guy know, it, was it's, it, it's an old awesome. statement. The, the cream always rises to the top. And Terry Tube T. Good to see you on here. Thank you for uh, for jumping on. Um, yeah, and we're excited about Kelmore. We talked about him quite a bit earlier as well, too. So yep. good to see you. Just wanted to highlight you. Thanks for hopping on our channel, for sure. Yes, sir. But good to have you guys come in here, too. And, and the thing is with Morgan Fox, he earned a 70.6 pass rush grade with 40 quarterback pressures on 11.2% pressure rate. That's massive, guys. So bottom line, we got guys out there. We got to figure this things out. Now, I don't know if you guys have been hearing some of this chatter about some of these Facebook groups saying uh, Jalen Ramsey's coming to the Chargers. Yep. Heard that. Yep. Many times. I mean, I know, I know Derwin and Jalen are boys. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that's possible outside of we traded, say, Mike Davis to the Rams salary swaps of some sort or buying out of some sort of salary or they pay for some sort of salary to kind of compensate that. I mean, we're in a $20 million cap hell right now. Yeah, yeah. And so how are we going to do that? I mean, it would have to be something to where JC Jackson gets involved or somebody, somebody gets pushed out of some sort of salary swap. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see it happening, but crazy things have happened, guys. Crazy things have happened. (laughs) Well, and, and again, guys, like at the end of the day, you have to make decisions and these are tough decisions, right? You know, and again, right, that's that's got to happen in the general manager role. That's going to happen. Brandon Staley as well, too, right? Um, 
You know, and, and this is a really good point, right? You know, DZ, we don't have the money for Ramsey. Votto played amazing this season. I think we only paid him $7 million. You got to yeah. wonder, because uh, we can extend his contract, I believe, this one season, right? So we can put him on a fifth okay. year, I believe, or something of that no, nature. He's he's on a two-year extension. Or oh, he is. Okay. Extension. So he's like in right. his last year of his, of his extension. So we'd have to be a re-signing at some point. Okay. All right. Well, that'd be interesting. Okay. Well, that, then, then we can make that decision, I guess, you know, when it matters. Right. But, but anyways, yeah. I mean, I think bottom line, you know, again, it's going to be some tough decisions and guys out of your Falcon mind. Ha- thanks for hopping on guys. Love you dudes. You guys are Dude, so love, great. By the way, love, <laughs> the, love the sweater, by the way, Andrew, I think is going to chat about something about the sweater. That's right. That's right. I said, Hey, did that come in baby blue or what, bro? <laughs> powder blue. I need to get that in powder blue, son. You know what I mean? Anyways, I, I, I had to, I had to throw it out there. So, um, yeah. No, but but it's good. It's good connecting with all these other YouTube channels, man. For oh yeah, sure. so love um, it, guys. It's been a lot of fun. So, um, I know the salary cap is a big conversation point for us as well, too, guys. And so, um, what else do you guys think? I know. Um, I know. <laughs> oh no, yeah. So so by, by the way, uh, Falcon, they are actually uh, Kyle is at the Pro Bowl right now, so that's where he's heading there as well, too. So he's there for the tickle contest. That's tickle what Kyle contest. Said, that's right. That's right. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> tickle oh, that's contest. So um yeah and rem yeah again you know by the way okay so we just maybe maybe we should just discuss the elephant in the room as far as like what happened with the broncos signing sean payton yeah you know yo they have you ever you ever felt like you were your your back was to the wall and you were panicking you've already blown a ton of money and you're like crap we're already in too deep we got to go even deeper didn't that feel like exactly what the broncos did they said all right we're already we already spent $250 million, you know, arguably one of the worst signings ever, right? Um, in Russell Wilson, at least what he did last season. And you, you you get Sean Payton in the mix now, and he's getting paid what almost $20 million a year, guys. 20 freaking million. They give up a first round pick, a second round pick. I was like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, are you joking me? Yeah. Um, you know, great. it's an interesting it's thing with him because you know, the thing about it is, is that Nathaniel Hackett was hired before the new ownership came in. So they didn't have that Walmart money, basically. That's true. That's true. And so they got hired in. Um, I think it was really Nathaniel Hackett's like job was pretty much just going to be toast from the get go, in my opinion, um, yeah. because the ownership's going to want to have somebody else in there they, to, to create a franchise that actually could be successful. I mean, the Broncos haven't been successful since 2015, last year with Peyton Manning, pretty much. And they've been kind of just a floundering franchise from this point on. They've had some really good defenses, but just nothing really offensively to be able to back up that team. So the thing is, though, I think the Rams have been kind of this blueprint for a lot of these teams. You know, F them picks pretty much. And and they really have been. They really have been. And so I think the thing about it is, is that that's what basically the Broncos did in this situation. F them picks. All right, we got that Walmart money. That doesn't count towards our salary cap. So let's go ahead and just, Give this guy what he wants, 17 to $20 million a season, five-year contract, I believe. You know, it'll be interesting to see. Now, a lot of these Chargers fans probably got really butthurt about that, about Sean Payton not coming to the Chargers. I don't think – I think that was a pipe dream, guys. It was a complete pipe dream, in my opinion. I don't think we were going to look at bringing Sean Payton in at any point, point in time because we weren't going to pay 17 to $20 million. That's crazy. And, and then trade nope. all these different people around. No, no, it's just nope. – it's stupid. It's stupid. Hey, uh, so I, w- I want to throw a little throwback out there for you guys as well, too. Uh, so uh, was it our aunt who, by the way, so you guys yeah. know the story about us becoming Charger fans. My grandpa took me to a game 
uh, when I was a kid. And so I got to, I got to throw you guys some, uh, some throwback love for my, my grandpa, no longer with us, but, uh, he, he's awesome. And, um, yeah, I just want to throw this out here real quick. Hopefully you guys can see. There we go. My grandpa, little G paw. Look, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that charger fit, man. I tell you what, I would rock the hell out of that hat, dude. I tell you what, that hat is sick. <laughs> Boys. Okay. Yeah. Back me up on this with that hat. I would rock the absolute holy hell out of that hat. Look oh. at this coat, dude. Oh, that jacket. Are you joking me? Yeah. This, is, me? this yeah. is him. And I know we're going into Super Bowl weekend next yep. week, but. This is him holding two tickets to the Super Bowl in Miami, which he attended. Yes. And he was jazzed. He said, Hey, my life could I I could I could die now a happy man because I could see this, see the Chargers in the Super Bowl. And so I I want to at some point see the Chargers in the Super Bowl win oh, one. Man. Win one man. in my life, please, man. So oh. but that man, I I do have my grandpa or our grandpa's polo that he would rock to games all the time, which I probably should have wore today. He he's got a polo. I got his polo basically. And um, it's got his name in there and everything, but yeah, man, this is our grandpa just flossing off that throwback attire oh, when he went to the, to the Super Bowl. So man, killer, man, killer time. You know, so may, maybe Tony, you saw my grandpa or our grandpa there at the game. Yeah. You know, that been, yeah. Something else, man. Small oh world. Oh, gosh, dude, man. I, but I'm looking at that jacket going, yo, I got to get that. That Thank hat you. is fresh, man. So sick. Someone, somebody needs to throw that stuff out. You know, we need, we, need to, we need to do a remake on that, dude. I'm not – I mean, look at that, dude. That's so sick. Oh, Super man. Sick, man. Super Just sick. loving it, dude. Just loving it, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty interesting seeing, you know, how, uh, you know, again, my grandpa took me to a game when I was 12 years old. I think, I think that – I think that was actually the season we went to the Super Bowl, if I remember correctly, because uh, we went to the we went to Qualcomm. Actually, it wasn't even, I don't even know if it was called Qualcomm back then. It might have been Jack Murphy at that time, but yeah, I think it was the Murph. Yeah, I think it was the Murph. And so, and so again, he took me. We were playing the the Seacocks. We came back and won. We beat them. I'm like, yeah, solid, Charger. dude. Charges, baby. Vintage Charger <laughs> gear, man. I mean, oh my goodness. You know, yeah. and my, and my grandpa, man, I swear to you, he's rolling over his grave every time we lose to the Raiders, boy. He hates the Raiders, hated man. Hated hate them. the Raiders. Hated Cannot them. be a fan of those fools, dude, at all. <laughs> we are done. But, well, you guys got any other questions or anything like that, too? We just kind of wanted to go over some simple stuff because we're starting to get kind of in that point of the season. By the way, Pro Bowl today uh, Pro Bowl. in about 15 minutes, give about or take. 15. Yep. So Derwin James is the only charger that I know of that's there. At least I've seen our social media team kind of uh, emphasizing and seeing him hanging out a little bit with Jalen Ramsey. I think that's why these rumors keep coming about Jalen Ramsey coming out too. Yeah, big time. Uh, the Chargers and everything. But um, yeah, you know, if you guys want to watch a Pro Bowl, I don't think I've watched a Pro Bowl ever. Um, it's pretty boring, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think there's anything about it that's fun at all. But uh, yeah, DZ, I hate the NFL offseason. It's way too freaking too long, long, man. Too long. It's way too long. And you know, that's the thing about doing these podcasts. I mean, we're a year into this, guys, and this is about trying to figure out things that we could chat about and everything too. And it's going to be an interesting one for us. And by the way, Derek Carr is an interesting one too. You know, yeah, rest solid. in peace, Derek Carr with the Raiders. I don't think that's happening, but. There was some sort of meme going out there that Mark Davis is talking a lot about. Oh, maybe I got second thoughts about the whole thing about Derek Carr and getting rid of him. So, hey, get rid of him. Get rid of him. And then you guys be in the dumpster fire again. I'm good with that. Let's do Dude, it. I just, Let's do it. And I, I want to see the Broncos and, and the Raiders do nothing. Of course, they really don't want to see the Chiefs do anything. So we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, 
Yeah, and uh, I like that trade trade Bosa for uh, Ramsey. I think that could make a lot of sense. I mean, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see how this all plays out, guys. But I mean, yeah. bottom line, at the end of the day, you know, the plan is moving forward. Every Sunday at this time, we are going to go live. That's going. This is going to be our time that we're going to talk with you guys. We, we just want to recap the week, and then we're just going to do as much, um, you know, fast real time content for you folks when information yeah. comes out. We sign somebody. I mean, we still don't even know who our quarterback coach is or our linebacker coach, right? So. That'll be interesting to see what happens there too. Yeah. So um, yeah. That'll be interesting. If, if you guys are Charger fans, obviously we got a good crew in right now, about seventy-two, uh, you know, live right now. <laughs> hey guys, like if you guys aren't subscribed to the channel, smash that subscribe channel because we're gonna constantly keep throwing out information, ideas, opinions. If you like them or not, um, if you like the content, you want to hear about some Charger stuff. The off season is long but we're always watching to see what we could talk with you guys and connect with you guys. So once again, guys, smash that like button. You know, these are our metrics right here. Last 28 days, 62% of our viewers are not subscribed. So, Hey, shameless plug, but Hey, we want to make sure we reach out to everybody out there. So, but we appreciate the support guys. And we're actually over a thousand now. So we appreciate the love by the way, so far. So, but oh dang, we might need to check that out. Huh? 300 bucks. Huh? Ooh, dang. They come in a medium husky or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Medium husky. You know, it's probably an older, it's an older fit. So it's going to be a little bit bulkier of a fit. You know, oh, I always, okay, think, like, yeah. I always yeah. think of movies like when you look at like Uncle Buck or something like that back in the days and they're wearing these sweaters that have like the biggest like yeah. arms ever, dude. They're like, <laughs> you're like, what is going on with this? Arm? Like, what is happening with that? What is happening? <laughs> I think there was an episode in one of the early episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm that uh, Larry David was wearing these pants and he was talking about all like the, the room in the crotch or something like that and having all this extra fabric. He's like, what is going up with all this fabric here and all that? Yeah, he's like, what's, ha so, what's happening? Happening here? It's kind of funny. Old school, old school trends of clothing was so different. I mean, it was bulky and big and man. Crazy. Hey, Bolt, Bolt Babes, message us. Uh, yeah, yeah, get that over to us. Uh, I think we can send you a link, or you maybe throw it in the uh, in the chat <laughs> right down below. That'd be great. I'd love Sounds that. Sounds like a lot of people want to get that jacket, though. I'll tell you what, dude. My grandpa had style, yo. I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I mean, come on now. Let's let's just take a gander at it again one more time here. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. My, my, look at it. Look at this, dude. I mean, hell, I want these tickets. I want these yeah. tickets. Oh man, how sick Bro. would that be? Oh my gosh, dude. I mean, but this hat is. Fresh. I don't know. I mean, I keep looking at it going, what the hell? Straight up. My grandpa, up. Is, he's all excited until the game happened. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it was still fun. It was still fun. Hey, Robert, I think you're right. You know, we, we are trending positive. We really are, yep. man. I mean, look, bottom line, look, maybe this is just my final thoughts. We can wrap up now at this point. I know, I know the game's yeah. about to start. People want to hop on, so we want to do this beforehand. But here's the thing. I think defensively we'll be okay, but you're right, guys. We we need to sign Kyle Van Noy. We need Morgan Fox back. We need or or AKA Megan Fox. Meow, she's sexy. And then um, we need uh, well, who's the other person? I missed one more person. Uh, Morgan Fox, uh, Kyle Van. Oh, tranquil. tranquil, tranquil. We need those three for sure for our defense, right? Because that's just cohesiveness, right? No matter what. And I think we need to pick up and maybe maybe one more defensive lineman, maybe get a nice defensive lineman in the draft or something like that. But we'll get yep. Tito back. We'll get Covington back. We'll get all those guys back. But I think bottom line, guys, I think the good thing is, as Brandon said, always, like I said, we're trending positive. I think with Kellen, Kellen Moore, we're going to have an explosive offense. The good thing yep. about that offense specifically, in my opinion, will be the fact that it's not going to be dink and dunk like we had last season where we're, let's run stick, let's run mesh. And guys, I could go through those play concepts all day. It's basically just moving and change. That was the entire 
thesis of the offense was just keep the chains moving. Possession. It's all about possession. Yeah. But guys, that's that's playing not to lose. It's not playing to win. Not sticking your 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 knee on their throat and choking them out until they can't breathe anymore. We did not do that at all last season. I don't want to bring up the Jags game, but that's a great example of that type of offense does not get it done in the NFL. And it sucks because our defense played really good the second half, but our offense could not do things correctly. So I think this is probably the best move that Brandon Staley and I think Tom Telesco has done in their you know yeah. short tenure okay. as a GM and head coach. So and, and think about think about it this way from Kellen Moore's perspective. Let's say let's say we go deep in the playoffs. Let's say we even make it to the AFC championship game. Let's say it's Bills, Chiefs, yeah. whatever. Kellen Moore will most likely be a head coach somewhere else next season, yep. but he will install an offense and have a succession plan for somebody to take over when he leaves. So I'm excited. I think it's the final, it's the final piece that we need on the coaching staff. Now we just need to get the players to be uh, yep. effective. Yep. And DZ brought up a good point here too. You know, stay little Barty pumped the brakes way yep. too much in the second half of games. And so actually, and ne- and never adjusted, never, yep, adjusted. never adjusted, never, never adjusted. adjusted anything. Yep. Well, it's interesting because I think it was in the Niners game they chatted about that. And yep. they said, hey, you know what? Like, oh, did you see any adjustments at all? Like talking to Brandon said, he's like, nope. And then he was like, the defensive players on the Niners side were like, yeah, we noticed this is what they did. And we just basically did this the entire time for the second Same half. play. Same we play. knew. They knew. They read things. And so one thing that's in a, in a positive stat, I mean, we could inundate you guys with stats about Kellen Moore. Um, the Dallas Cowboys had the one of the top, I think it was either like first or second in the league for second half points. Yes. So hopefully, and once again, the biggest issue with Lombardi was the third quarter. We could not score touchdowns. That's why these fourth quarters became tight all the time because we could not score in a total quarter, basically. That is not winning football at all. So guys, I I do think that if we look at the next three years, I, I do feel that we have a great chance to be able to get to the Super Bowl and to be able to have a very, very strong team. I mean, playoffs is the goal every single year. Somebody's talked about that. It is absolutely the goal. The The biggest goal is to get to the Super Bowl and win one. And Kellen Moore, to me, has been a great piece. Andrew already spoke on it. This is an excellent, excellent piece to add to this team that I think really, really could bring this team to another level. I think we have the defense on our side. I think Brandon Staley's done a very, very good job on the defensive side. Um, I would like to get Evero. If Evero decided to come over here as a defensive assistant or something like that, that would be killer to be able to see that happen. I don't think it's going to happen. This is very, very exciting to see where this all goes here, guys. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited about the Kellen Moore acquisition. Yeah, he probably will go as a head coach if he does have a very solid year next year. Yeah, he will. Um, so, I'm excited about it. You know, Justin Herbert will be back. We'll be healthy and everything, too. One last bit, because I know the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Hey, they have Kaiser White over there, ex-charger, linebacker. He's over there in the Super Bowl. Congratulations to him. Linville Joseph was also a pickup that they had. He's on the defensive line. Congrats. And Sue, they built that team in the trenches. It's all about the O-line and the D-line. And that's the two pieces that really got them to this point, in my opinion. So we need to make sure we shore up both of our lines. That's where I always emphasize the D-line and the O-line. Just go with that. Get big guys out there that can protect your quarterback and then guys that can get at the quarterback on the D-line. So. We'll see where it goes with this, guys. But this is going to be a fun offseason, for sure. It will be, guys. And again, yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll answer some of you guys' questions. Robert Sumo, uh, yes, uh, Staley will still be calling plays. I yep. mean, I don't even know what Ronaldo Hill is there for, quite frankly. I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> yeah, he's like a I real guy or something. 
I mean, I'm just like, okay, I don't even know why he's there. But, um, yeah, we do need a quarterback coach and linebacker coach as well too, Carlos, right? Those are the two things that we're going to be seeing. Hopefully something gets announced here pretty soon. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Um, now, I would think that uh, Kellen Moore will probably bring in somebody as a quarterback coach. Again, the QB coach is really to get Justin Herbert to the next level, right? Get the passing game going where it needs to go. So it'll be very interesting to see how that, that plays out with him. But, uh, but guys, like I said, uh, it's going to be a spicy offseason. We'll see what happens. I think money is an issue um, for the Chargers at this moment. We've got to kind of make some tough decisions financially. And again, guys, let me let me show you this one last thing. One last time, guys. Smash that subscribe button, guys, for sure, dude. Like, it does really help us out as well, too. Again, you know, it was, it was kind of shocking when I saw this. Actually, at one point, it was like 70%, right? So... You know, and that's fine, guys. I mean, that's that's common, but, you know, it does really help us out as well, too. So, guys, as always, I'm Andrew Bolt Bros. We got James. James, you going to hit the button or am I going to hit the button? Do we hit the end stream button or do we hit it? Hit it Because uh, I know it's no, changed no, no, no. every now and then. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll hit I'll hit the button then. Again. You, you do it. Fun. You knock it out. <laughs> this thing is confusing. We got a new system we're working with over here. So, it's like. <laughs> Keeps changing all the time, man. Hey, it, it's it's great live TV, guys. We we mess That's up right. all the time as well, too. It's a lot of fun. All right, <laughs> guys. Andrew Bolt Bros. See you, boys.